Welcome to the Every Nation Dorado Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. This evening, Rita will be sharing the word with us. Uh, put on your seatbelt, there's a fire coming. And uh, so Rita, just come. Oh, and I just pray for her. Stretch your hands. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power, but by your spirit. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that our hearts are open to receive from your Holy Spirit. Lord, speak freely. Speak openly to us, Lord. We know that you are going to transform us. We will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. I was just gossiping. Good afternoon. Gossiping uh, shelter today. Uh, before you leave, while you are here, I'm going to gossip you also. Uh, telling my husband, oh, am I not jealous? You know, this wonderful, righteous jealous? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I was telling my husband, oh, am I not jealous? You know, and I was saying, oh, it's so wonderful to just take off, isn't it? And so he looked at me. He said, what do you mean, take off? I said, just to go to a school of supernatural. And I, you can also do it. I said, but, you know, I can't just do it. <laughs> but yes, shelter, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. That's what God does. Amen. Those are the gifts that we need to enjoy in the presence of the Lord. Let us pray for the word. Father, we just want to thank you for this wonderful opportunity that we can have this afternoon to sit around your word. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the best teacher ever that was, that will be. And I am just happy today that indeed you are going to teach us today. Thank you so much for your presence in this place. Thank you for your word that brings so much refreshment, your word that transforms our life. Come and bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you ready? Are you buckled up? Yes. Amen. So, last week, Pastor Chris was talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And uh, what he said and what is in the word is that there is a variety of gifts and there is also a variety of acts of services and activities. These are all given by the same Spirit, by the same Lord, and the same God who empowers them all in everyone. And so I took three keys for me. I don't know whether you also took them with you. After he finished preaching, he left us with three keys. And what he said is, get used to the supernatural and get to know the word. And another one was stay filled with the Holy Spirit and take a risk. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is doing a lot of stuff with us in our lives. And if we are not ready to open up, to be vulnerable to him, we are going to miss what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives. <coughs> Therefore, our message today is based on the fruit of the Spirit. I just took a specific statement that I obviously put together myself. It's not from the Bible, but the words are from the Bible. But I just took it and put it together because I wanted to understand it better and maybe also to make sense out of when I look at the fruit of the Spirit. And remember, I'm saying the fruit, not the fruits 
the fruit of the Spirit. It is something that really happens in us because of our renewed spiritual nature. And this happens as a result of salvation that takes place in our lives. This salvation happens because of the grace of God, not because we have done something special to have received it, not because we have worked for it, because we can't work for it. It is just mainly because of the grace of God, because of what Jesus did for us on the cross of Calvary. So, and as a result, we have received the fruit of the Spirit, and we have received this as a unifold. It's a part. It is not different parts that we have or different fruits that we have that grows. This one grows and the other one grows. It's just one unifold part that we have received that is interconnected and interdependent that we have received, and this is only manifested in our character. It's evident in our character. So you can't see it anywhere else but in our character. Unlike the gifts of the Holy Spirit where you can see when I am in the office of a prophet, I will be, you will be able to see the ministry that I am in. Teaching, you will be able to see. When I lay hands on the sick and they are healed, there it is. But when you look at my character as a Christian or as a believer, you'll probably have to have walked a little bit with me to see, is she a Christian or what is she? I don't know why we always, I always, I was telling my husband the other day, everything takes after its own kind. Everything, nature, everything, the plants, the animals. But for some reason, when it comes to us human beings, when we have to bear the right fruits, for some reason, we just miss one or two, three things. Why? But we will see why. And there is a reason also because it is important for us to understand that the fruit of the Spirit is seen in our testimony, our lives. If we as Christians do not bear the right fruits, good fruits, as the Bible called them, if a tree doesn't bear good fruits, chop, chop it off. That tree is no use. If that tree doesn't bear, if, if an apple tree is bearing grapes, no use. If a tree is not well taken care of, it goes dry. So that's why we need to take care of that. So there is a number of key points that I want to highlight. The fruit of the Spirit is given to all believers. As I said, unlike the gifts of the Spirit, individuals, specific acts of service, specific offers. But the fruit of the Spirit is given to all believers. It's innate. We have it in us. But it is also, I believe, given to everyone as a fruit, but not as a fruit of the Spirit. All of us, as human beings, we have a fruit in us. It's either good or bad. But when it comes to believers, it is a fruit of the Spirit because 
when your nature is renewed, your spiritual nature is renewed, then it becomes a fruit that the Holy Spirit of God has totally renewed. It is not out of our own that it is renewed, but it is because of our renewed spiritual nature. It is because we are clothed with the Lord Jesus Christ. It is because we are filled with the presence of God that our, our spirit are now renewed and now we are carrying this fruit. So let's go to the word of God. That is Galatians 5, verse 16 to 24. And the one point that I left behind just before we read is the main reason why we have to have these fruits in our lives is to glorify the Father. That is the main reason why we have to have these fruits. And when we glorify the Father, it is not because it's just worship. It is to really move into the supernatural presence and doing things, supernatural things for the Lord. It is a total different lifestyle altogether when we glorify the Father. And that is what Jesus was doing when he was glorifying the Father. The things that Jesus was doing, it's out of this world. You know, he was doing things that nobody ever done in his lifetime. People were hanging all over him, wondering, and this person, where is he getting the powers from? What is happening? The way how he was teaching the word with authority, young as he was. And that is how he was glorifying the Lord, uh, the Father. In the same way he was glorifying the Father, we also ought to glorify the Father by bearing the same fruit that he was also bearing. So let's go to the word. We will read together. Let's go. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, and witchcraft. Amen. So, and that is how it is. From verse 22, those are the nine fruit 
of the spirit that are listed there. But there are more. There are more. You will read that in some cases you'll find 12 and so many others. But for now, we are just going to concentrate on those nine. And we all know that the characteristics of Christ will be manifested in our lives. And this fruit does not grow over time, overnight. It grows over time. It's a process. Obviously, I'm not an agriculturalist, but I will try to explain um, how I see or the understanding that I have on a seed. You know that when, before you start um, planting a seed, you need to prepare the soil. In some cases, the soil is not even, you know, really ready, or the soil is not even uh, compatible. It's not good. And so you will go buy a lot of mixtures. You mix them together, and you will, you know, prepare the soil so that it has enough nutrition to give enough food to this little seed. Otherwise, this seed will either die if you even plant it or, or it will come out a bit disformed or maybe it will even come out differently, not the way you really anticipated it. I don't know, but it can happen. So the seed is then put in the ground and you will water the, 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 the soil. You will even go and make sure the weed is out you know, you will even go and check whether the little worms are not close by, you know, to not to eat the seed. And you will do all sorts of things to make sure that this little seed is taken care of until it starts, you know, germinate. And now it is out and it's going to blossom and it's now going to become a tree that you know, hope for and it is there. And now you can see it. Yeah. So it is a process. It takes work. It takes time. So it is not something that will just happen overnight. Yeah? So some of us need to also go through these processes. And it is sometimes a difficult process to go through. It's a painful process to go through. Obviously, a seed doesn't talk. The soil doesn't talk. The soil can't tell you that, you know, don't shift me, don't move me. The weed won't talk to you. But us as individuals, when the Holy Spirit is doing work in us, it is painful. You know, we have to get rid of so many little things that are there that are hindering the whole process of growth. And, but that needs to happen. So what happens is then that we need to look at how do we grow. So the cultivation process starts there. You know, the Holy Spirit, we need to partner with the Holy Spirit to allow the Holy Spirit, obviously, now to help us to grow. And so the cultivation process will start. And how does it start? Where does it start? So I have now created some sort of relationship with this little seed that I have here. Every day I'll have to go check what is happening. And that is exactly what it is. God himself, being love, reached out to us, of which that is the very first that we have mentioned in, in the fruit of the Spirit, which is love. God reached out to us. He sent his only son to us. Let's just see what John, 1 John 4, 16 is saying. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. 
So he reached out to us. Yeah? He reached out through his son to us. So we, we don't have a choice. We're we not like, okay, um, you know, I now need to love. I can just love because I have love in me. No, we don't have it. We receive it from God first. And because we have received it from God, we are then only able to love those around us. And we only can rely on his love to produce that fruit of love in us and then obviously send it out to others. And that is how we glorify God through love. And that is how you even get to love somebody you don't know. And that is how you get to love somebody to such an extent that you will even pay tuition fees for them who is not your family member. That is how you get to love somebody that you will even, you, are, you go to an extent of come live with me in my house. You don't even know them, a stranger. Who does that? Only the love of God does that. Not an ordinary heart. A carnal heart doesn't do that. And that is why cultivation is important. But that goes when your spirit man is renewed. And it doesn't just happen. Because God, God is love. He reached out to us. And because he is love, everything else, all the other parts that are interconnected to this fruit, they all then start happening. Joy comes in. Yeah? When we are faced with difficult circumstances, challenges in life, struggles in life, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't have anywhere else to go but to stand and rely on the love of God from where we receive our joy. People, the struggle is real in life. We have problems. We have challenges. We do receive bad news. We do receive bad reports from doctors. We have financial problems. And in this financial crisis that we are in, people are losing jobs. People are losing homes. People are losing possessions. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. This is not based on circumstances. The joy that the Lord gives us is based on internal. It is an, an internal feeling. It's not something that today it is there, tomorrow it is gone. It is permanent. It's an internal relationship that you have with God that just doesn't come to an end. You just know you have peace, you have, you have, you have security in God. Amen? So it is not a temporary thing. It's not something that fades away. And then we see that we have peace, personal peace of mind that we have, doing what we can. We have peace in our relationship, not only with God, but also with others. Because the type of peace that God gives us is peace that surpasses all understanding. You are in the midst of troubles, and yet others are looking at you and thinking, hello. But the peace that you have is so, so much. It gives you security. It gives you rest. It gives you so much trust in God that it doesn't move you. You are not moved by your circumstances. You are not moved by anything because you are secured 
in God. Because God has given you so much peace. Your hope is in the promises of God. And that only is because you rely on the love of God. Your, the love that you have is the love that makes you one with God. You are inseparable from God. You are inseparable from his Holy Spirit. That relationship that you are cultivating, just like this little seed. That little seed can't tell the soil, I don't want to be in down there anymore. It can't do that. And that is exactly that it is with us when we are with God. The love that we have when we are with God, we can't tell God, God, I can't. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore because it's a love relationship. It's a permanent relationship. It's inseparable. There's no divorce here. It's permanent. Amen? So, and that is how you are then able to reach out to others. And that was one of the things, in fact, that Jesus had so much, full of it, compassion. And that's why people were just flocking because of the compassion that he had. Some of us don't even have that. We need to pray for compassion. Lord, to reach out to your people. I don't have compassion. And that's why we don't attract anybody. There's no compassion. We need to pray for compassion. We need to pray for compassion. That's why it's so difficult to even reach out to people because we don't have the compassion. We don't have it. So we need to pray that God gives us that compassion that we need to love the people of God because compassion will always compel us. The love of God will always compel us to go. And that is one thing that Jesus had, compassion, driven by compassion. And the people were just coming. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Kindness and goodness faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those were the fruit that are listed in this specific passage. And I just want to also concentrate a little bit on self-control, which I think a lot of us are really struggling with. Kindness is quite a bit of an easier one. Goodness, um, we probably need to be reminded to do good to others. <laughs> and be kind to others and faithfulness is, is really the evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit in us uh, it is one of those that really shows the dependency on God you know the faithfulness of God it's the confidence what we, that we have in God and because we have that it is easier than also to be trusted by others it just flows out of us but self-control when we have self-control we then also, you know, create this perseverance in us. We, we, we become muscled up. It's like these guys that go to the gym, you know, when, when they go and, and exercise, you, 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 there's this endurance thing that comes out of you. You know, you, you, you have so much stamina. You, 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 can, you can endure so much. You have resilience in you. And, and that is the spirit that God has given us. He did not give us a spirit of fear, you know, this timidness and... All of this, he has given us the spirit of power, 
of a sound mind to make the right decisions, not to gratify the desires of the flesh, on and on and on. You know, he has given us the spirit of power, of a sound mind and self-control. Because in self-control, then we rest in security. There is so much freedom when we exercise self-control. There is so much stewardship, good stewardship, when we exercise self-control. And they, they, it restricts us also from indulging in all these foolish desires that, you know, comes all the time. And the, the second one that we need to do is to remain and abide in the Lord. Believing, trusting, savoring, resting, and obviously receiving the Lord. That, that is the fruit that is produced by the Spirit when we abide in Christ. When we read in John 15, verse 5 to 8, it says that, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. People, without remaining in Christ Jesus and his word, we can do nothing. Jesus himself promised us that if we remain in him, we will bear much fruit, not just little fruits, not just fruits, much fruits, lots and lots and lots of them in abundance. He said it himself, much fruit. He will do it for us. He will work it for us through his Holy Spirit. We will not do it. We are not able to do it. The only thing that we need to do is to be in his presence, to cultivate, to be in his word at all time, to go after his presence at all time, to die to ourselves daily at all time, like that little seed down there, dying, dying. And when he comes and cleans the soil, making sure that the soil is clean, watering, pruning, we just lay down. Yes, Lord, it's painful, but you allow. Yes, Lord, Holy Spirit, it's painful painful but you allow but you must be willing to die to yourself because without dying it is not possible to bear much fruit and as we go bearing much fruit he says this fruit will last it's not fruit that will only be there today tomorrow joy is gone Today you have love, tomorrow it is gone. It will last until the end of the age, until the day Jesus comes back to come and fetch us. Amen. So that fruit will have to be bad to glorify God so that we can move into the supernatural so that we are able to stand, so that we are resilient, so that the peace of God that is within us, that surpasses all understanding, that gives us the peace of mind, that guards our heart, that will make us to be able to take decisions that are not timid but powerful decisions, dunamis decisions that are filled with the power of God that have risen Jesus Christ from the dead. That same power, that same power, it is that power that is at work in us. Don't take it for granted. That same power is at work in us. And the work that Christ has started in our lives, he said himself, he will complete. He will complete it. Amen? Amen. And the other one is protect the fruit. Be jealous to protect the fruit. Protect the love that Christ has deposited in your life. Protect the joy. Protect the peace. Protect the kindness, the goodness. 
protect the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5 verse 17 says, For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other at all times. There is this battle that is constantly going on between our flesh and the Spirit. There's just this fight. The Spirit wants to go. The Spirit wants to lay down. The Spirit wants to worship. The Spirit wants to yield. It wants to do that. The Spirit wants to do that in us. Oh Lord, I want, but then the flesh, the flesh, wants to undermine what the Holy Spirit of God is doing in our lives. That constant fight that is there. But then Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, the struggle that we have is not against flesh and blood. It mentions so many other things, but what I want to stress on is, it is against the powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. What we are fighting with people is not people here. Even though the enemy uses people, our brothers and sisters, our parents and so many others. We are seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And we don't fight from here. We fight from there. And when we are done there, what we see here is the manifestation of what we have fought for in the heavenly places. Amen? So, depending on what it is that we are feeding on, if you are feeding on the flesh, you will reap the desires of the flesh. But if you are feeding on the spirit, you will reap what the spirit is producing in you. You will reap that. Romans 8 verse 5 says, Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on the nature, what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with what the Spirit have, their minds set on what the Spirit desires. Then, lastly, walk in the Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Have Jesus in you. Galatians 5 verse 24 and 25 says that those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Don't let go of the Holy Spirit of God. As He is walking in your life, producing these fruits in your life, allow Him to do that. Be willing to lay down. It's not an effort. It is time that we need to make. Because if it is an effort, then we are doing it out of our own powers. It is just time that we need to make. You just make the time. Just tell him, Holy Spirit, let's go. I'm going to lay down. Come do your work. Because if it is an effort, really, people, then we are doing it out of our own power. When we belong to Jesus Christ, we are crucified with him. The sinful nature with its passions and desires are dead. They're supposed to be dead. Daily dying. These sexual desires and sexual sins, religious sins, relationship sins, addictions that we are struggling with, they're supposed to be dead because of the Holy Spirit. They are supposed to be dead. And those are the real struggles that we are. 
having. Those are the real struggles that we are having. We are living in the real world. That is the constant fight. That is the tension that we have. It's there. But then Jesus says, I have chosen you. I have chosen you. You I have chosen. I have appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name that the Father will give you. Anything we ask, and in this case, specifically referring to the fruit of the Spirit, that our nature, the spiritual nature, be renewed, and that we ask that God, that the Holy Spirit of God come and really accelerate the growth of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, that we move from the level where we are at to the next level. Delays will have to stop. Frustrations will have to stop. That we will experience a total new season of growth of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. That the Holy Spirit of God will lead us. That, the, that we will bear fruit that will really be lasting. Fruit that will be speaking that we are really the disciples of God. Fruit that will not be bringing confusion whether it is a grape and or an apple tree. Which one is it? Fruit that will bring testimony that is worth the calling that we have upon our lives. Fruit that will keep us in step with the Holy Spirit and that will make us to abide in Christ. That is the fruit that we will be carrying and that is the prayer of my heart today. And as we are preparing to close I just want to encourage you tonight that let us submit to the Lord. Let us submit our lives to the Lord. And maybe some of us have never had the opportunity to even submit in totality. We have never had the opportunity to respond to that love of God, to even rely on the love of God that, that will allow us to experience the renewed spiritual nature where this fruit of the Spirit has become a reality in our lives, has been lying dormant, just waiting to explode. Maybe some of us have never experienced that. And this is the, the, the best opportunity. This is the platform. This is the place where God is just saying, come, I want you to rely on my love today. I want you to come and rely on my love today. I want you to become one with me. And when you are one with me, you will experience the joy of the Lord. And that will become your strength in all circumstances. Not that you will not experience trouble in this world, the trouble you will be experiencing, he said. But when you experience trouble, know that he has overcome this world. He has overcome all of it. And he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. And there's nothing that you need to fear about because you are secured in his hand, in the palm of his hand. Can we stand?
Yes, Lord. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord. We really just want to honor you this moment. Holy Spirit, we want to give you the opportunity to just minister to us. Minister to us in areas that you have revealed to each one of us. Areas that we have been struggling in. Areas that you only are aware of. We just want to lay down those areas before you, Holy Spirit. areas in sexual scenes. It could be areas in relationship scenes. It could be areas in addiction scenes of the spirit. It could be areas in religious scenes. We lay all of it down before you. struggles we have, Father, the battles we have between the flesh and the spirit in us. Nowhere our spirit really want to do what you have called us to do. Where we want to please you, oh God. But then again, there's this battle, this conflict that is constantly there. We also want to say, Father, the battle is not ours. Where we have struggles in love, oh Holy Spirit, where we have struggles in experiencing joy, issues that we are going through that are taking away our joy, oh Lord. where we don't have peace, Father God, in areas of our lives where we're experiencing insecurities, oh God, in our marriages, in our workplaces, dysfunctional families, oh God, relationships, We lay them all down before you. Holy Spirit, just minister to us. We want to please you. But we also acknowledge that there might be some of us who do not know you. It's not easy to please you. There is this war in us. The war of wanting to submit. But not also again so sure whether we should or we should not. 
But then again, your word says that if we keep on gratifying the desires, the sinful desires of our flesh, we shall die. And tonight, oh God, we want to also lay that down. And we pray, Father, for the conviction Holy Spirit of God to reveal the truth unto us. We praise you, Lord. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. And may the grace of God, Jesus Christ, and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just raise our hands for a bit longer. For somebody here tonight, um, it's like you get these sharp shooting pains in the side of your body. And God is healing you of that. There's somebody else, you get these pains in the bottom of your heels. And God is healing you of that someone else you get you get these dreams of being stabbed or knives and God wants to set you free of that tonight so after the service just come and see us we want to minister to you we want to minister to you and we're just sensing some prophetic grace for a few minutes that the Lord wants to minister to us there's a couple of people here. Um, it's like you're struggling with this failures and it's becoming a part of your identity. And God is just breaking that off. He's just breaking that off. And he's saying you're not a failure. You might have failed in the past, but that is not who you are. You're a child of God. You will come out of failure. And God is just breaking cycles of failure tonight in the name of Jesus name of Jesus. Welcome. I said a, uh, a word for you. Firstly, just to share the scripture, Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers, and it is as it is this day. So I felt that God is saying that there's a, there's, a, there's a gift of entrepreneurship on your life. And I see God is going to give you the grace to not only start, but to maintain business. My father, God is saying that you, have, that you have a few business ideas. And it's almost some of them you have not actively engaged because you're not sure if it should be the time now or when is the time. So I felt that God is saying, take the risk. Take the risk with the new business ideas. Step up and step out step up and step out says the Lord and then secondly do you have a daughter or a son I felt that God is saying that he's going to be one that will be adored one that will live in purity one that will live in happiness one that will live in simplicity so I had the I had this image of a lily and lilies are flowers that are adored lilies are flowers that that give off shade lilies are flowers that that showcase happiness and purity and i felt the god in saying that i'm raising him up to be one that will be a carrier of happiness 
a carrier of purity. He will be adored not just because of who he is, but because of who God is within him. And I thank you, Father God, just for that word over his son's life, Lord God. I pray that the enemy will not come and steal, kill, and destroy. I pray for a hedge of protection, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father God, even over these ideas that he has on his mind, in his heart. Father, I pray that you'll begin to brew them, Lord God. I pray that he'll begin to take the steps of faith that he needs to take, Father God. And I just want to rebuke every lie that says he's not able to do it. Every lie that says do not start the business in this economy. I pray, Father God, that he will listen to your voice. That even tonight, that you will speak to him in dreams, Lord God. That as he wakes up tomorrow, he will know exactly what it is he needs to do and when he is when he needs to do it in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit envintook.org.